0: hey everybody welcome to the unapologetic podcast i'm lena i'm going to be talking with pastor billy and we are explaining the reason for our hope So this is Lena. I'm back here with Pastor Billy again. We're on session four already of the first season here of this Unapologetic podcast. And it's been really fun so far. Oh, it's been
1: awesome. It's been great being here with everybody. This has been great. It's
0: it's super fun. So the last session, we talked a lot about the state of our culture right now. We use the word postmodernism. We talked about a couple different kind of mindsets that have come up out of that culture that mm-hmm. we're living in. Yeah. And some ways that we as believers can kind of refute them and challenge people on those. So that's what we should go do, right? We're going to like run outside and just start beating people in the head with like our argument well, to their that's, mindset.
1: That's part of the problem. I think that I, a lot of people who get into this whole category of apologetics, which is a funny word in itself. Don't you think? Yeah. Like, what is that? Why do we call it apologetics? It's just a it's just a word that means defending your faith. Okay. okay? That's really all it means. But I think some people feel like it's a war to win. And it's right. not a war to win. It's more like diplomacy. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's more like going and having the conversations because, man, I heard someone say that if you get angry or the other person gets angry, the battle is lost. You might as well stop the conversation. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I mean, to even go in with a battle mentality is kind of like,
1: you know, nobody
0: ever changed their mind because they lost an argument, right? They just kind of left feeling sad about it.
1: And we're going to get into that a little bit, but that's it. That's exactly right. Right. on. And, you know, just going back to last week or last podcast, sorry, we we were talking about the postmodern mindset and I think Ravi Zacharias said something really interesting. He asked a question. He said, how do you reach a generation that listens with its eyes and thinks with its feelings?
0: Mm, that's interesting. You know, yeah.
1: because it's like if everything goes in, everything that is a moral value or a moral law to somebody or a right or a wrong, you're allowed to, in this society, determine it for yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. you kind of just based on your I know, feelings and opinions. That we've you know? all
0: felt that trying to figure out what's going on with the people we're talking to.
1: But here's, what, here's what's happened, okay? This whole postmodern generation yeah. has been deceived that there is no standard, there's no God, there's no supernatural, and all of a sudden they've been left empty.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel that when absolutely. you look around at anybody, you can feel
1: that. Absolutely. And, and they've been left empty. Something's missing. And so we have in the scriptures a passage from 1 Peter chapter 3, and it says this, um, But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness and respect. Yeah. Right? Now now, a couple things. The key, that, key word there. is hope. The yep. key word is hope. I remember first podcast, I said, what does what is this whole thing about? This whole thing is about hope. Right. Because people are lacking it so badly right now. Absolutely. Because they're disappointed with their mindset and what it's brought, and you have so many people who have lack of hope. And and Peter actually writes a letter to a whole lot of people that are going through some terrible times. Look, be ready to share why you have hope. Yeah. But do it with gentleness and respect.
0: Right. You know, I think the other thing that kind of stands out to me is, is if we're giving an answer, it's because someone asked us first, right? Yeah. We're not just, yeah. and there are times where you need to just start that conversation. Absolutely. And that's what
1: this is all about. You can start spiritual conversation, but in that conversation, they may, they will be asking questions. So, right. it, you know, I heard someone else say that this as much like this, that because people confidently Uh, assume things or are confidently misinformed we hear it all the time in a conversation well I think this and this and this and they say it like matter of fact and it's like man that is just not true or not right right our job is not to fight our job is and this is what I heard somebody say is to put a stone in their shoe
0: Okay, I like that. You
1: see what I'm saying? Because it's almost like, you know, to to fight is just going to go into a bad place. But you know how a stone is in your shoe? It is annoying, annoying. It doesn't wreck your life, but it is annoying. Yeah. And you can't get it off your mind? You
0: go for a hike and you're like, I literally cannot take another
1: step until
0: I stop and figure out what's going on in my shoe.
1: Having spiritual conversations is like that where they can't get it off their mind and it's annoying them it's like what do i do with that yeah you know what i'm saying yeah that's really sure. that's really what it's like and when we are trying to give the answer for the hope that we have like it says in first peter three fifteen, um we can do a couple things okay. we actually can do a couple things that that's I think good that's be,
0: encouraging
1: well without a doubt um I think that uh, before that I want to give a quote from Oz Guinness. Okay? okay. He's a guy who's a really good apologetics, he's a theologian, he's good at all this stuff. Good. So I read his stuff, yeah. you know. He said almost all our witnessing and Christian communication assumes that people are open to what we have to say or at least are interested if not in need of what we are saying. Yet most people quite simply are not open, not interested and not needy and in much of the advanced world fewer people are open today than even a generation ago. Man. You know? Yeah. And and I, I, I really, I agree I really with love him. I really love what he's saying there because man, we have to be in a place where we're answering questions that they that people are asking and they so that you know, we we assume we can go and talk about church or Jesus or God and they're not really interested. Yeah. So we have to somehow Persuade them to be interested. Right. that's the stone in the shoe. Right. So, you know?
0: um, should we go out to like the parking lot? I think there's a bunch of little rocks out there. We can just pick some up and we can just start. Throw them in. I'm gonna go find Everybody people goes and just start there. dropping in <laughs> people's shoes.
1: That, that would be awesome. <laughs> Got a couple ways that, that um, I think that can happen, and and one is to always when you're in the conversation, um, love people well. Okay. It's kind of what you brought up when we first started this podcast. You're like, do we go out and we beat, over, beat somebody over the head? No, we don't. But what we do is we actually show them that we love them right? and are concerned for them, interested in them engaging with them, having fun, even if the, the the conversation gets a little bit tense, right? Right. We have to, because what was the greatest commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and then love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Everything is based on when love. You know what and else, else that makes that. me
0: think of is that BLESS acronym we talked about in the very first podcast we did was, hey, be in prayer, listen to what they're saying, eat together. That one sticks out to me always. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, those things are...
1: And then serve them. And then you can share your story yeah. about how God loved you and then you're loving on them by doing it. You Absolutely, know? yeah. It's, All of
0: that is love well.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so the other thing we can do to love them well is to raise questions. Instead of making statements to them, well, I believe this or I think this, well, I think this, start to ask questions. Yeah. And I think if we can lock in on two questions, man, this will go a long way. The first question is, what do you mean by that? So okay. if somebody states something confidently and, and, and you know that, man, that's just not, I don't think they're, they're, they're in the right place or they're not right. thinking things right and it's not truth or something. Hey, um, what do you mean by that? Hey, I don't believe in God. What do you mean by that? And yeah, what if we define God define for me. God. Define because if they say, "Well, I don't me. believe in a, in a grandfather in the sky that, that just gives everybody whatever they want," and then you can say, "Neither, me me neither," right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you get into these conversations and use the question, "What do you mean by that?" it often opens up dialogue, then you'll know what to say. Right. Some people ask the question, "What if somebody asks something or says something that I don't know how to respond to?" Ask questions. What do you mean by that? Yeah. And the second question is how did you come to that conclusion? Or why did you say that? Or Uh, why do you say
0: that? I like that How did you come
1: to that conclusion? Because what that does is it keeps the burden of proof on them. Yeah. Because if they're saying something, you want them to explain it. Right. Because if they're saying that and you say, well, how did you come to that conclusion? Now they have to defend it. Yeah. And then you'll be able to find the places where you can kind of, you know, splice in more questions.
0: You know what else I think that communicates is I care about, where you've come from and your experiences and the things that have happened to you to form your belief system.
1: Excellent point. And it shows love, man. You you care about their brain and what's in their brain and you're giving them the time of day. That is respect. And that is a great point. Um, I think another thing is when you're in the conversation, look for signals of the supernatural. Remember last week we said that God is so big and so good that even non-believers and people that don't even think God exists, he's going to interject. Right. And all of a sudden something's going to happen and people are going to be like, wow, that was weird. And it kind of makes me doubt my unbelief. Yeah. Look for those things. You know, if we can look for those things in the conversation and then jump on that and say, hey, tell me that again. Tell me how awesome that was. Right. What do you think that was? Oh, all of a sudden, we're asking questions about that. Another way I think is really good is to um, look for that something missing. Okay. We, again, last week or last podcast, we said that, man, there's always something missing. Because if, if they don't have God, they don't have the truth, they don't have God living in them, or they don't have a concept of that, then there's going to be something missing. Because we were made to... Believe. Right. We were made to worship something. And if we don't worship God, we're going to worship something. And the something else, if it's not God, is going to be empty. Yeah. Right? And we talked about a little bit of the emptiness. So if you look for that something missing, where are they in this bad place? And they don't know what to do with either the stress, the anxiety, the depression, the loneliness. Look for those things because we can speak into that. Yeah. You know, we have answers for that.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: I think that one of the things that we forget about is that people often will talk about Jesus. So I think we need to be okay about bringing in the person of Jesus. Yeah. Not necessarily theology, not necessarily, like let's talk about God and let's talk about theology. It's just like, can we just talk about Jesus and who he was and how much he loved people and how he healed people, how he got on the case when somebody was, you know, some person thought they were all that.
0: Right. I think generally speaking, people typically have a decent idea of, who Jesus was I mean they they think about him as oh yeah he was a good guy at least yeah you know nobody well, thinks like
1: yeah. he was horrible right. <laughs> right so let's go there right let's talk about what a good guy he was and the fact is he was a little out there and he was a little bit like wow man he is somebody that is really uh kind of pushing society on things he right. was awesome Jesus was awesome. That's what we can say, right? Yeah. And I think the last thing that we should do is really tap into the deeper needs.
0: Okay. So a couple sessions ago, you mentioned that every human being has like these three deepest needs. Is this where you're going to tell us what they are?
1: That's right. That's nice. right. I'm and excited. It's, it's not going to be a shock to anybody. The okay. The three deepest needs we have are faith, hope, and love. We might have seen that written on coffee mugs or something like that. First Corinthians 13, 13 says, these, uh, these three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love.
0: Right. You know, we've all heard that before. We know those words. Isn't
1: isn't God so good that in his word, he tells us, here's your three deepest needs and I can meet those needs. You know, there was a, there was a, an author named Alexander Chalmers in the 18th century. And he said, the three grand essentials of happiness are something to do, someone to love and something to hope for that's, and that's awesome what, that that's faith hope and love right there i mean Absol- there's yeah. nothing there's nothing different about that than what we're than what god already said in his word that it's faith hope and love you yeah. know and so another passage the the thessalonian church paul commended big time because they were so good at that As a matter of fact in in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 8 it says And now the word of the Lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere. And it's just saying, you guys are doing it. And right before that, he said, as we pray to our God and Father about you, we think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and the enduring hope you have because of the Lord Jesus. Faith, hope, and love.
0: There they are, yeah. They're
1: actually using faith, hope, and love as a tool. But they're also being met by faith, hope, and love through the Lord, filling the deepest parts of their lives. It's a cool thing. So it fills us. Then we get to use faith, hope, and love as a tool because people will listen to that. Does that make sense? Yeah. And when we talk about hope, man, um, there's an author named Pitticus Lore who said, When you have lost hope, you have lost everything. And when you think all is lost, when all is dire and bleak, there is always hope. Everybody needs hope. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so when we have this hope that, that, that God gives us, it's in Psalm, we can say, we put our hope in the Lord. He is our help. He is our shield. So that's the hope part of it. And the reason I started with that is because in First Peter chapter 3.15, it says, people want to know why we have hope. Yeah. That's the most important we're thing. We're
0: explaining the reason for yeah. our hope, which is that's what right. we're hoping to do with this whole podcast. That's so- right.
1: And if we can explain that hope, we have explained a lot. Um, Václav Havel was a leader in Czechoslovakia. and That some, is a
0: name right there, Yeah, man. dude, I
1: wish, you know, I'm a name. I'm actually impressed yeah. you
0: pronounced that oh, so yeah. well.
1: You should name your kids that. V- It'd be v- awesome, v- right? Václav. <laughs> Havel. Okay. Hope is not the conviction that something will turn out well, but the certainty that something makes sense regardless of how it turns out.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. That's, that's like really a big, awesome. that's a big deal.
0: It goes right into that truth The fact that we know that we have truth that we're standing on—that's
1: right, regardless
0: of what we think is the right way.
1: We need. We have hope. We need hope. So that—that's the hope that we have. Yeah, that's awesome. But but there's also faith and love, and I just want to talk about those just for a second. I think when we talk about faith, we talk about belief. Yeah. We got to have belief in something, right? We and God is the one that we have our belief in, right? And faith through Jesus in Jesus. But faith also has the has the notion in the scripture of allegiance. Okay. Sometimes the scripture talks about faith and we can say, okay, that means we have to believe. And the other one is we have to be loyal. So what's really cool about the human and how God made human beings, we always want something that we're into. We always want to be loyal to yeah. something. We want to be a fan of something. We want to have a special interest that we are so into. Right. And yet it's saying that's part of what faith is, that we're, uh, we our allegiance is based on that cause. Mm-hmm. And that cause is Jesus. And so all of us need faith. Yeah. Okay. We already talked about hope. And now the last and the greatest of these is love. You know what I mean? I and love that love. That will attract the skeptic. Yeah. If we love somebody well, there's nothing that they it's can true. say. It's true. It's so true. And uh, when when I That's read, why people in-
0: say, "Kill them with kindness."
1: Right. Right. <laughs> That's right, man. Yeah. Because there's nothing they can do about that. Yeah. So Jesus, uh, it it talks about Jesus' love in 1 John 3.16. It says, we know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us, so we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. So Jesus becomes the prime example. But here's what happens when we love, and this is also written in Scriptures, 1 John 4.12. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. Man. That's cool. Yeah. So all we have to do is love, and all of a sudden, something is going to happen. Right. God promises that.
0: And I mean, I don't want to kind of downplay love, because it it can be hard to love well. I mean, we're all people, right? So there will be disappointment. But when you have the reward of seeing God's love expressed in your love it's kind of like an encouragement like push you forward like you got to keep doing this because you're going to see God
1: in this you're going to see God in this and that's the point so we take faith, hope, and love, and we are, ourselves are filled with faith, hope, and love from God. Yeah. And then we use faith, hope, and love as a tool. So my, my huge encouragement is to use faith, hope, and love when you're talking to somebody who may not be into the faith or, or may not know anything about God, right? And right. we start talking about faith, that allegiance thing or that, that loyalty thing or that belief, and then hope for the future and hope for all our anxiety, insecurities, all of that and then we t- start talking about love we're talking to them and speaking into the deeper needs of them they will sit and listen they will connect it
0: yeah that's so that's so cool yeah. um, the so we i mean we throw those words around but it brings new meaning to the coffee cups that are sitting in like your Absolutely. grandma's yeah. little glass it's cabinet big, right man.
1: it's big they're the deepest needs we have
0: that's awesome uh, so hey we are out of time for this session but i'm excited about going forward because yeah. we're going to take some of the questions yes. that we might have or we might hear when we're trying to start That's these spiritual right. conversations, and, and you're going to actually answer them, right?
1: That's right. We're going to take six, over the next several podcasts, we're going to take six really difficult questions that people want to know about, and we're going to a- answer those questions.
0: That'll be awesome. Yeah. Can't so wait. We'll, we'll look forward to that, and awesome. I'll see you next time.